0: You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast is sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Hey, everybody. This is David Bloom uh, here with uh, Bloom in Tech. I hope everybody's doing great. I recently sat down with Michael Engelman, the chief marketing officer for TBS and TNT, we talked about uh, some interesting stuff. Michael has presided over a string of really remarkable community outreach initiatives on behalf of the new TBS dramedy, The Last OG, which debuted in April. they really uh, excellent ratings for them. I think it was a record for a comedy on the network. Um, it's uh, had some good, solid ratings since then, in and around that launch. And since then, the show's star, Tracy Morgan, the former SNL and uh, 30 Rock star, Uh, and other people connected with the show and the network collaborated on a series of community outreach programs and social good efforts that I really found interesting and unusual. They both highlighted the key themes in the show, including the challenges a former felon faces reintegrating with society, while also helping in the Brooklyn neighborhood where Morgan grew up, in Bedford-Stuyvesant, uh, Bed-Stuy as it's known. Uh, Morgan grew up there, and the show itself was largely filmed in that area, um, particularly in the Gowanus um, projects and some other spaces. You know, It's going through some really interesting changes in terms of gentrification and lots of um, uh, complicated stuff between the... Um, the folks the poor folks that were there before and the, the rich young hipsters that are moving in and transforming the neighborhood and the show tries to capture some of that among the initiatives that they did i thought were really interesting one was a comedy fundraiser that morgan emceed with co-star cedric the entertainer that benefited the fortune society a organization 40 year old uh, organization that has helped thousands of former prisoners transition into civilian life they refurbished basketball courts in really cool ways they looked really great uh, at Marcy Playgrounds and at Guanis Playground, uh, commissioning thousands of branded brownies from Grayston Bakeries, which uses what's called an open hiring process. Basically, you go in there, put your name on a list. Next time a position comes open, if you're at the top of the list, you got a job. It's a big uh, big deal for felons and other folks who have a hard time, ex-felons and other people who have a hard time finding a job because of their past. And... Um, They employ about 100 folks, and they made thousands of brownies for various outreach programs and and, and, uh, marketing that uh, the show did. They also did a deal with State Bags, whose founders, whom I talked with, are based in Brooklyn, but uh, the company's in Manhattan. But they use a sell one, give one away model, similar to what Tom's Shoes does, to provide backpacks to uh, kids in a Red Hook area school filled with snacks, shirts, and socks for the students as well. Kind of cool stuff. I talked with Engelman about the project, what it meant for the show, and the community, and why more TV shows should think about these opportunities to both do good and do good business, as he put it. Uh, I think he's on to something here. I hope that we'll see this as more of a trend. The opportunities to have an impact while you're making a good living are, are really pretty interesting and wonderful, and it's a, it's, a, it's a change of pace for Hollywood. So anyway, without further ado, here's the interview I did with Michael Engelman, the TBS and TNT Chief Marketing Officer.
1: I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this last OG thing. I I was really fascinated by this because mad props for doing it. Um, I don't recall ever hearing about a TV show doing stuff like this. Where did your people get the idea? Where did it come from? What, What was the genesis of all this? Well, I think there are sort of a couple
2: of things sort of came together that inspired these ideas. Part of it is just sort of a shift in a marketing, a marketer's mindset and Mm -hmm. a little bit of a change in our methodology in the last few years from selling television shows to viewers to building relationships with consumers, building authentic relationships. So that sort of, you know, with that as the backdrop and then there's a lot to say about that. You know, We also try to look at our shows and think about what is sort of authentic and organic to the material and how um, can we create a platform for the sort of DNA of a show uh, in a way where we can celebrate it so that we expose that DNA of the show to viewers, fans, potential viewers in ways that they will make uh, a connection with the content. And in this instance, the last OG, Tracy, Tracy as a human being and then Trey as the character, there's just a lot of natural connections to thinking about themes like second chances and the sort of human capital and struggle of, you know, making a a life for oneself post-incarceration the social balances and imbalances that come from gentrification and thinking about those themes. Uh those themes are sort of sort of core pillars of the Last OG. They are themes that are important to Tracy Morgan as a human being. And we just saw that as an opportunity to do something that would be really positive. Um for the world positive for the community that is the backdrop for the show Brooklyn and New York City and you know we we knew by doing that we'd not only do good but we could do some good business for the show Mm -hmm. and, and create awareness
1: that asks the next question though I mean I don't want to lose this I mean you said you could do good and and do some good business could you quantify how that may have I mean it's like it's wonderful that you did this, but I mean, let's be serious, you're a business and a bigger business than ever now, as of three weeks ago. Can you quantify what it might have meant for the show in any way beyond the the sort of solid CSR, corporate social responsibility kinds of components that bring a a halo of goodwill to the show?
2: Yeah, I mean, the halo of goodwill is, is, to your point, hard to quantify. But, you know, inevitably, when we Create these kinds of initiatives. We look at them as you know. And sometimes where the the value is really just in the benefit to the constituency or community that we're intending to help. We design these particular particular initiatives in ways that we could do good, but we could also use each interaction, each each initiative, as a platform to create. Uh, experiences for influencers and tastemakers who, just by virtue of talking about those uh, events and initiatives, would create awareness for the show. We created experiences that you know involved various press outlets, whether it was you know The View or I know Viceland did a few things on on. Um, some of the work that we did with community playgrounds and each of those instances are press impressions that have you know some sort of transactional value in driving awareness for the show and we can quantify those press impressions and that is the good business piece of it but i think even you know a little less quantifiable a little less tangible is the methodology shift from driving Transactional viewership, meaning I put an ad out into the world, I pay a CPM for that ad, and I drive a certain amount of viewers, to really thinking about building long term relationships with viewers that hopefully become fans of our shows and fans of our brands, and creating content, creating experiences, developing initiatives, some of which have a pro social angle that just help us participate in that relationship in a way that's organic and attractive and builds enthusiasm for you know everything that lives under the umbrella of our business.
1: You guys have been uh, very aggressive about investing heavily in data to understand your audiences way before I think many of your colleagues at other networks have been. I mean, you, my, my understanding of the Turner Group in general is they've been way out front compared to a lot of the other traditional networks so it is about sort of knowing who your audience is and and building that thing that's a that's a a fundamental shift on top of that i guess by doing this stuff by thinking we want to have a long-term relationship not just sort of flog them into showing up on a saturday night or whatever you you do get that spillover effect particularly for younger fans right isn't that particularly something that tends to work really well when they look at the brands they want to engage with when they look at the things they want to spend time on
2: I think there are a couple of things packed into that. One is we are in you know, an age of media overload. You know, just you know, certainly the television landscape in and of itself and all the sort of the sort of inordinate choice that we have when it comes to thinking about you know, what television we want to watch, what we want to engage in, is greater than ever. And then only compounded when you think about the dozens of other entertainment experiences that sort of live adjacently to television. In that landscape of infinite choice, we have found it much more effective. While we certainly do a lot of advertising, traditional advertising and promotion, and we think very scientifically about that media and how we target and who those audiences are, Um, we increasingly, you know, the sort of, Yin and yang of it is, we're informed by science, but we need, we need to behave humanly, and mm-hmm. to create experiences and/or and content that connects with, quite frankly, a very weary and experienced and sometimes cynical, you know, universe of consumers. Um, yeah. And I think the way you do that is you behave decently. And, uh, you know, we happened to have a show with The Last OG and a star in Tracy Morgan who, you know, really has a value system that's worth, I think, um, for a lot of reasons, amplifying yeah. and allowed us to really make a, a very authentic connections. And, uh, you yeah. know, also you've got to behave in a way that's like authentic to the DNA of the show. And the show really right. is about these
1: themes. I think that's what's interesting. I mean, you all were doing some things that uh, certainly felt like oh that makes sense okay it kind of flows out of that it it sort of echoes this real world part of, yes it's a dramedy comedy however you want to term it but it actually is about some people who've gone I talked with Stanley Richards over at the Fortune Society and then 7,000 ex-cons they're helping transition back into the real world every year so it kind of makes it's like oh this is this is a real world thing too so I, I get that so how did you choose a particular participating organizations
2: I was thinking about that this morning, and I asked a couple of my colleagues who um, were really critical in putting this together, and we're trying to remember exactly. I think they all had some sort of natural connection to a, to, to the to the show, to talent, to show production. You know, I think the showrunners and thinking about the themes in this show and developing this season one arc actually had made some connections to some of these organizations. So it was a natural fit And the fortune society. We actually partnered with around the New York comedy festival last year. That was, I mean, we did a, we did that showcase the sort of lasso g's of comedy that Cedric and Tracy emceed, you know, the proceeds for, or, for the fortune society. And it was just, that was just sort of a great natural fit. You know, we did it at NYU, the New York, event, and and that connection, they had already made a connection to the show. What we did with the New York City Parks Department around the Marcy Playground and Gowanus Houses, you know, I think that was, you know, that was my, you know, really uh, astute marketing team thinking about, all right, let's think about the neighborhoods and the world of this show and how can we go do some really compelling thing in the community that will that isn't just another billboard means something to the audience that may enjoy this show. And they sort of they invented this these initiatives. And the courts are really great. I mean they're really really stunning and like every local initiative, we always do it in a way that there's a national component, either through creating some social content or something that can live beyond either the four walls, or in this case, you know, the the four blocks uh, yeah. in which the uh, event took place. Like, it's always really important for us to, even when we're doing something locally, have a, a national megaphone that can help amplify yeah.
1: I, I judge from that that you all have done other kinds of things like this. How often would you say you guys do that for the program you guys do these days? This sort of initiative, obviously, is a particularly unique one, but, I mean, are there things like this that you do in communities after, say, you've, you've been in, you've been filming, you've been doing all this stuff, you do a little thing to help them, help you, et cetera, et cetera. How often does that happen? You know, I think
2: doing things that have a, a, a corporate responsibility angle is, are sort of part of the lifeblood of Turner. Um, mm-hmm. And there's certainly a lot of work that happens on the corporate level, certainly happened uh, at the corporate level, in the sphere of Time Warner, and I'm sure we'll continue in, in the su- sort of new reconstituted Warner Media. But on a show level, you're right; it is fairly unique to launch a, you know, a pro-social initiative that is directly related to show IP. We do a lot of events and experiences. Some of them are certainly we're, we're thinking about, you know, how do we uplift the community that is connected to the show but I don't think any I think this is fairly unique in its uh, pro-social angle but we are increasingly I mean the reason I loved it and I sort of started with it's good and it's good business is because we you know in the spirit of creating relationships with our customer with our viewer we and and we see the conversion metrics when we are Mm -hmm. able to deliver smart advertising and promotion but complement it with real-life experiences, with great social and digital storytelling, with you know, some sort of interesting, innovative, interactive component, the likelihood of bringing a consumer aboard is you know, exponentially increased than just providing an ad in, you know, in, a, in, a, in a television program. And that's just about engagement and authentic engagement.
1: Can you give me some sense of scale and the investment here that was involved?
2: Well, we don't usually talk, you know, the dollar figures. I don't usually uh, talk about, but I mean, I think in this instance, this is some pretty significant. There was some pretty significant investment from a percentage standpoint. You know, it's probably. You know, ten, fifteen percent of the campaign was invested in these kinds of events. I mean, that's which okay. is fairly significant.
1: yeah, you're launching a national show on a national channel. You're going to spend some change, and ten to fifteen percent of that's yeah not an in, inconsequential yeah. sum. Yeah, uh, and you had several different things going on on top of that, so.
2: Yeah, we had the New York, you know, the New York's Park Department, you know, the Playground initiatives. you mentioned the Fortune Society, there was the Grayston Bakery Initiative, which, you know, has the opening hiring practices for, you know, people who have been incarcerated and has a really incredible uh, sort of social enterprise initiative, and we worked with them at South by Southwest and then through continuity during the, the, the life of the show, so there was a lot. There's was quite a few uh, initiatives going on.
1: Do you see additional initiatives like this for either other shows or for a second season? I know they've just begun the second season shooting or they're about to start.
2: hundred percent. I mean, this was, this, listen, we were always trying to learn from like what works and what doesn't. A lot of stuff worked in this campaign. We will a hundred percent be uh, mm-hmm. doing something again in the spirit when it comes to launch season 2 I mean it is I think it's it's good for the show it's good for the community I mean this is like one of those opportunities where like doing these jobs can be really not just professionally re- rewarding but soulfully rewarding and yeah. That's like, though, you got to embrace those moments in your career and really encourage it. I mean, it is terrific to, you know, you, I'm sure you can imagine the sort of schedule of the corporate executive and you go from meeting to meeting and you're looking at a lot of P&Ls and ROI and talking about data science and and, and how to grow your business, and then when you can stop down and talk about something about how you can actually make a real meaningful connection for a human being or a community, those are moments to embrace and encourage, and and I'm excited my staff is as enthusiastic as they are. And you can feel it. People love the show. They love working on these initiatives. You know, it really gets our staff going to be able to, you know, do this kind of work.
0: And that's our show. Thanks again to Michael Engelman and the folks at TBS and uh, beyond who helped uh, make this all happen. Uh, It's a very interesting conversation. And as I said, I do hope that uh, we'll see more of these kinds of social good outreach programs that tie in and make sense both for helping a community but helping the show itself. I mean, in this case, it was a, particularly an unusual situation, but it's not the only one that could do some of this. And I loved that they were creative enough and smart enough to do that and, and both leverage the show's opportunities and, and make the neighborhood better. So um, kudos to them. Anyway, uh, this has been David Bloom. Over and out. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone.